Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Today, we actually have a repeat guest on the show. Dushka Zapata is with us. Hola, Dushka. Hola, como esta? I'm so good. How are you? Good. I'm super happy to be here. I love talking to you. I love to, well, I love talking to you too. <laughs> so, um, for everyone that's turning, tuning into the show, uh, Dushka was one of my guests. Um, I, don't, I think you were like, what, the fifth show, the sixth show? No, maybe you earlier. Know, my concept of time is all wrong, so I feel like it was ages ago, right. but it probably wasn't that long ago. You're right. It was like 35 years ago when podcasts didn't exist, that's but, right. but we totally did it. <laughs> Uh, so Dushka was on the show and, uh, we chatted, uh, we chatted about a bunch of stuff on the show and, um, we actually saw each other in person again and she was like, Hey, I have some things that we should talk about again. And I was like, of course, yeah, we're, we're totally going to do that. So we got her back on the show and we're lucky to have her today. I'm so excited that we get to chat again. I am too. And one of the things that I want to start with is you, because you, I see you everywhere. Like you're doing so much. It, it sounds like. Um, I mean, you have like new t-shirts and like, and like retreats and you're teaching and you're subbing for all of these people. Like you're on fire. Yeah. So, you know, we normally start the show with why yoga. And so instead of starting with why yoga today, we're going to switch it up. We'll say, why is Danny doing all things yoga? How about that? (laughs) Um, let's see. Like, uh, uh, okay. So the question was what's going on, what's going on with me or why am I doing all the things or what was it? Well, I think I first want to understand better what you're doing because I follow you on Facebook and we're friends and I see you regularly and still I like I feel like I don't I haven't quite grasped everything. That Got you're it. Doing. And everything sounds like so aligned and so um, it's so aligned with each like everything you're doing sounds aligned with each other, but it also all sounds aligned with you. And I know that you recently went through like very hard stuff. So I'm super interested in seeing like what happened and how it all came together. Well, okay. So, you know, the hard stuff, you know, I, I, I starting mid last year, my, my mother passed away. Um, and then I was engaged and, uh, the, the long and the short of that is I'm no longer engaged or married. <laughs> um, so that happened and, um, you know, it was kind of like, it, you know, it happened towards the end of, of, of 2017 and leading into 2018. And it was kind of like everything was just up in the air. I, I you know, I'm already, everyone, everyone says like, oh, you know, Danny, you're always busy. And, and I understand that I, I choose to be busy. Like it's, that's, that's the way that I like my life. Um, and I see it all as really healthy, healthy, busy as well. Um, and so, you know, after the breakup, I, I kind of went through, well, I'm still going through it, you know, that, that doesn't uh, stop overnight, but I kind of went through like a whole, like not discovering myself because I know who I am, uh, right now in life, but really going after the things that, um, uh, that I wanted. And, you know, p- p- part of it, my relationship stuff was that, you know, I was really committed to my work and it wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't like a first place, second place thing. It is it, right now in my life, what I am doing and, and my passion of yoga was, it was really, it was there. It was in the, it was in the front line. And so I, um, yeah, I, you know, I had to do the whole, like it living in San Francisco, moving around and finding an apartment thing. And once I got settled in, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go, go for this. You know, I, it, the way I see it, Dushka, is is I don't know when I'm going to have opportunity to do what I'm doing. And and one, I wake up every day, and, and, and it's such a blessing for me to be able to do what I do. Um, I thought about – I just got back from India, and I actually was telling people how 
I had a terrible time in India and it wasn't that like India was terrible. It was just like, I had a lot of uh, anger inside of me from, uh, from just, you know, recent trauma and stuff. And I wasn't like walking around, kicking around stones being like, bro, India is the worst. But, um, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was boiling up inside and it was, it was, you know, it was that anger is an emotion that we have to feel as people. It is. And it's a very painful one. It's a very, very hard one. And I don't let myself do it very often. And I let it out out there. And I think I came back with the perspective of, you know, I I didn't go to India and it didn't change my life. Like, that's not my story about it. It's I went to India and it reaffirmed some things that I already knew in life. It just brought them back to light. And so, um, so I came back and said, okay, you know, I, I've already, you know, in, in, in a little bit of a rewind, I've already been putting in a lot of work, um, for this yoga thing. So I, you know, I started my teacher training a few weeks ago. Um, I, you know, came back from my, my sold out retreat to Tulum. We've got another retreat coming up in, in 2018. That's already sold out. It's, you know, and I, and I knock on wood every day and I'm so, you know, one, I'm so grateful, but two, I'm really humbled. Like the more and more I start to do, I realize that the more and more humble I, I, I need to be and that I check myself to be, but also, you know, to, to, to be softer as well. I think, you know, the more responsibility as a teacher that I get, I, I really challenge myself to, to be softer and to be more humble and to, to, to recognize that that's, that's, that's the, that's the path for me. You know, you started by saying that you typically ask why yoga and, um, I think that if I were to put like distill my philosophy of life into one sentence, I would say, don't believe everything you think. Right. And I think that yoga reminds you of that. It, like it's, you know, don't believe everything you think. And it's a hard, hard thing because you have to disbelief yourself. Yeah. And you know, I mean, we had this conversation in person where I was getting ready to quit my job or I was thinking about quitting my job, uh, to teach yoga. Actually, you told me to quit my job to teach yoga and, uh, and, you know, I was like, well, I don't know how this, it's, it's not going to work. You know, we, we talked about this in that last episode, um, you know, yeah, but we, about how like impossible it seemed. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, and granted, I'm definitely working harder than I've ever worked in my entire life for sure. You know, and I have, like you, you were saying, I, I teach public classes. I have uh, corporate classes. I have a private client. I do retreats. I do workshops. I just filmed uh, for my first online yoga classes. I do audio classes for another company. I just released some t-shirts. I have this podcast. I am writing a book. Um, and uh, I'm actually really close to um, to a first draft of the book. Uh, hopefully Friday, this Friday, actually, it's supposed to um, be ready. And so there's a lot of things that are going on. And, and to sum up the question again, I know I've kind of have gone around it a bit, but I don't know when I'm going to have this opportunity again. And right now, you know, I haven't even been a full-time teacher for about a year. You know, like it's, it's actually coming up in a few weeks for, for about a year. I, I thought it was actually a couple weeks ago and I totally lied to myself because I had one of those Facebook memories came up and it was the day that I decided to quit my job. So I was, I was a little off. Um, I'm kind of just doing that thing where, where I'm getting all the wet spaghetti noodles and just throwing them onto the wall and seeing which sticks. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And what I do want you to know is that you will have this opportunity always. You say, I don't know when I'll have this opportunity. And it's always because you are the one designing your life and you're seeing how that is, that is really true. Like 
you say, I can't design my life. I have this job and it's like the source of my finances. And you know, this is impossible. And then you don't believe everything you think and you realize that it's not impossible. Sure. And then every time you tell yourself, I don't know when I will be able to do this again. My answer is always because you are the decider. Yeah. And I'm also, you know, and the other thing too, is I'm just having a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun with everything I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm loving planning these retreats and going to places and I'm loving coming up with new content for, for online classes. And I'm loving, you know, guiding um, people through teacher training is, I mean, such an amazing experience. And then, you know, I was actually, <laughs> I was on the retreat in Mexico and someone was wearing a cool t-shirt and I was like, I can make a cool t-shirt. Why not? And, uh, and so I called another friend of mine. I was like, let's make this t-shirt really quick. You know, it was kind of like something I, I, I came up with on a whim. Like it was a two second conversation that I had. And then it just, and now I have some t-shirts online. And let me tell you why that matters. Because you are challenging the notion that to succeed, you have to suffer. And that is so important because you say, oh my God, I'm having so much fun. And in the last breath, you said, I've never worked so hard. And it's just fascinating to me how you can like go to Mexico and see a t-shirt and decide that you can do that and teach and have a podcast and write a book and all of these things and think I'm having fun. I really, I I really am. I really am. Notion of success. It's not supposed to make you suffer. It's supposed to make you feel alive. The other thing, too, you know, is is you know. So we're going to talk a little more about boundaries today, and this is actually a great a, a great segue into it, and 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 just to start to, to 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 dial it in. You know, over the last year, I have had uh, you know a couple people say, you know, Danny, I'm a little uh, I'm a little worried about you. You're 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 doing too much. You're doing too much. And you know, for me, it's it's one, it's, I don't think that I'm doing too much. I think that sometimes people need to work a little bit harder, not everybody, but I also, I understand the place that I operate from and that's at very high capacity all the time, which sure it leads to, leads to burnout. But a few of these people have given me their two cents and their, their, their advice of, you know, telling me that my dreams were too big and that I'm doing too much. One, it wasn't invited. So clear, clear, clear break and boundary. Like, if it's someone that, you know, it's very close to me or someone that gets to work with me and gets to see my day to day and knows the place that I operate from that's telling me that they're concerned, that's when I sit down and I say, okay, this is, you know, this is all right. But if it's an, it's an outcast and they're just kind of looking in and they're telling me things, I think it's super inappropriate because here I am following my dreams and I'm also taking care of myself. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think there's nothing wrong with that if you decide there's nothing wrong with that. I think there's something wrong with that if you have decided that it's too much. And that, you know, you, like I said, you are the decider. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's totally fine. <laughs> I would do more if I could, but. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I want to say something about that, which is I take your classes often. And I think that when you take a class from someone, the teacher cannot be there halfway. Right. A yoga class requires your full presence, your full energy, your full attention, and that's how you show up. Yeah. So I think that that's a, it's not just that you're doing a lot, it's that you're fully present. And I think that that is, that's awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, it, you know, when I tell people this, it's, it's you know, this is the reason why I teach is because it wakes me up every day. And because if I didn't have this, you know, in, in knowing my history, um, I would probably, you know, doing a bunch of drugs and drinking a lot. And I'd, choose to do yoga instead. I think that's a great idea. And people, I think, I think it's, it's hard for people to understand. Like this is, this is what drives me. This is, this is, it's not my everything, but it is something that is so close to my heart and it fills me up. You know, it really does. It really does light me up. When I tell my students, I love them. 
I mean, I love them. I had this experience at a concert the other day when I was like, you know, I was like sitting there dancing in the concert and being like, man, I really love this performer. They're so great. And and at one point, the performer was like, just so you know, like we love each and every single one of you. And I was like, I totally feel that. Like I told, there's like that exchange of energy, you know, like it's, it's really cool. And and I mean that when I say that to my students, when I'm like, I, I love all of you guys. Like, thank you so much for making me love my life. Like, and for, for adding that much more. Look, from someone who has written a book every six months and having basically everyone tell me that it's too much, I completely understand. It's mm-hmm. like, you don't understand. This is my personality. It's who I am. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, that's, that's it's such a touchy subject, you know, but it's like, this is what I want to do right now. So I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> you said it in the best way. I will do what reflects my personality. Right. At my rhythm and my, you know, my, my, my passion and my compulsion. And like, that's what I'm going to do. It's who I am. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, I think it's as long as it's healthy, that's totally okay. Exactly. So that brings us to the, to the concept of boundaries, which I've been wanting to talk to you with forever because I feel that it's such a, it's such a, it's such a simple thing sure. and it's such a difficult thing to understand. Sure. So I'm going to, first I'm going to define it. Okay. Um, so at its most fundamental, you are responsible for you and the other person is responsible for him or herself. That's right. it. Right. Anything that reaches this very basic notion between where you end and everyone else begins is poor boundaries, anything. So, I'm going to give you like the three examples where, where I would say like, this is a prime example of poor boundaries. Mm -hmm. One example of poor boundaries is whenever you hear someone saying that there's something wrong with the whole entire world. Oh my God, why am I so nice? Everyone takes advantage of me, right? Oh my God, why doesn't anybody help me? Why why doesn't anybody understand me? Why isn't anybody saving me? Mm -hmm. All of those things. Why is everyone so selfish? All of those things are an indication that something has happened to your boundaries, right? If you think that there's something wrong with the whole world and are not looking at yourself. Right. 100%. Another symptom of poor boundaries, which I like recently put into words and I thought that it was like so useful that I would like other people to hear it to in the hopes that it will be useful for them too, is the definition of resentment because we define resentment or I've always thought like I'm resentful because I'm mad at you. And resentment is me being mad at myself for not being clear on what my boundaries are with you. A 100%. So when you feel resentment, it is a symptom of poor boundaries. Mm-hmm. You're angry at another person because you find yourself doing something that compromises you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so awesome because resentment is a sign from inside yourself that you need to recalibrate. Mm. Like it's such an awesome feeling that you have like this gauge inside of you that is like, oh, I'm resentful. I have to like redesign this relationship. Right? Sure, sure, yeah. And then in your relationships, and this is something that was so hard for me to understand, like it took decades for me to understand this, um, is when you feel something and you expect your feelings to impact the actions of another person. So your feelings equal your actions, not the actions of another. And we confuse this with love. So an example, I'm really cold, put a sweater on. That's bad, poor boundaries. Um, I love you. So you need to do what I need you to do so that I can feel safe. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Another, I love you unconditionally. I'm sorry, but unconditional love is a symptom of poor boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, this is love at first sight. Poor boundaries. 
Right. I love you. And therefore this clearly means that you love me. Poor boundaries. Right. I'm a selfless hero and I really want to help you, save you, rescue you, fix you, improve you. That's poor boundaries. Mm-hmm. You, you don't need to rescue anyone. You need to rescue yourself. Right. You don't need to save anyone. Right. So I need you. Poor boundaries. You need me. Poor boundaries. Um, please don't eat that. You're on a diet. Poor boundaries. Right. Please don't work too hard. I'm worried about you. Poor boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I forbid you to smoke because I can't look at this. It's so bad for you. Poor boundaries. So you might say, you know what? The fact that you smoke makes me feel like you're hurting yourself. So you might want to look at that. Mm-hmm. But between that and you, I forbid you to smoke. Right? right. Another typical one that I struggled with a lot. I'm super jealous. So you can't have women friends. I'm jealous of you can't go to the party without me mm-hmm. or any manifestation of you belong to me. Mm-hmm. And then finally, and the, the final display of poor boundaries that was also really, really, really helpful to me is unreasonable demands on yourself. So your brain doesn't, you know, um, your brain doesn't respect your body and your body is you. So for example, I'm so busy. I don't have time for family. I don't have time for friends because I'm very, very important. So right. something like off, right? Sure. Or I, I stayed up all night working. When is this going to end? Uh, it's going to end when you decide, right? Right. Um, I need time alone, but I don't want to hurt the people that I love. Right. Um, resting makes me feel so guilty. Napping makes me feel terrible. I'm Wait, not pre- no, I don't think people really say napping makes you feel terrible. There's no way. I think people feel guilty about nothing. Oh my sure. God. No, no friend of mine. That's, that's, yeah. that's very, no friend of mine are like, you nap. And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really nap. It's very unpatriotic to not like naps. I agree. <laughs> my siesta. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's in my blood. <laughs> and the other people struggle with a lot that I see is like, they don't really like for me, for, like, I'll speak for myself. Like the, like I need time alone and it took me forever to like give myself that. Right. You know, I love my friends and I felt like in some way that I just had to spend time with them and I love spending time with them. But when I need time alone, I'm going to do that. Mm. So any version of doing something for pleasure Mm -hmm. to many people feels like a waste of time. Right, right. No, that makes sense. So, yeah, basically creating good boundaries. And and another reason why it's really hard to do that is because they move, right? So just because you had sex with someone on Monday night doesn't mean that you feel like having sex on Tuesday morning and it's your body, your rules. So you decide just because you're married to someone doesn't mean that you have to have sex with them. So boundaries move a lot and you have to listen to yourself and readjust them all the time. You know, I could work 10 hours a day yesterday today. I can't. And this notion of having people push on your boundaries and you push on the boundaries of other people and having your own boundaries be a moving target makes boundaries really freaking hard to figure out. Sure. Sure. So what do you, what's your recommendation or like, what would you say is a, is a, uh, like what is either one, what's your recommendation or the process of looking at boundaries for you, like to, to, to assess them? I think the first thing, um, as crazy as this might sound, it's not going to sound crazy to you, but it might sound crazy to other people is you need silence. Because you can't hear yourself tell yourself that someone has gone too far. Right. So I I think that it has to start with you giving yourself the space to listen to yourself. Mm -hmm. And then I think that you need to learn to actually listen, to do something with the information that you're getting. So if someone says, by way of example, I need to nap, or actually I don't want to do yoga. I want to lie in Shavasana a whole class. Mm -hmm. Like, why not? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So I would start say, listen, first hear yourself silence so that you can hear yourself and then listen to yourself mm-hmm. and then get good at saying no. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. I think the hard part is though, like, like you said, is sitting down and being quiet and listening. That's really hard. And the other thing that makes it really hard is that if we say no to people, we are very scared that they're not going to like us anymore. And I think that we very frequently um, compromise ourselves because we don't want to offend someone or hurt someone or insult someone or have someone not like us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, what if you said, wow, a lot of people are telling me that I'm doing too much and therefore I have to do less. I would be like, what? That's, that's your call. Right. Right. You know, what are you telling yourself? Right. And you're like, Hey, but, but if I do more, what are people going to think? Right. So to me that the fact that you're, that you're saying I'm listening to myself and I know what I need, I think is a, is just you showing good boundaries. You know, one of the things that I, I, I really say about that is you have to be, and, and this is a boundary thing with yourself as well. You have to be very clear on your why and you know, what your driving factor is and, and what that looks like. And for me, I know that one, I'm so clear on it, you know, like what, what my version of quote unquote success is, is completely different than someone else's. And for, for me, my, my version of that is totally 100% in line with my boundaries to myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I know you well enough to know that if, you're doing 15 things today. And then on Friday you wake up and you're like, Oh my God, I'm really tired. Mm-hmm. Like you'll nap. You know what I mean? Like you, you will, you will recalibrate that. So the fact that you can do something today doesn't mean that you have to do it forever. It just means that you have a, you, you, you have a commitment to yourself to keep checking in. Right. And I think that's really important. And I think checking in trumps being liked. It's, I mean, you make a really good point though. Like, yeah, you, you, it's it's one or the other, and I think a lot of people would rather find the being liked part as opposed to being sit, sit down and, and sitting still. It takes it takes a minute to sit down and listen and to sit still and, and be okay with you know the being liked part or not being liked. It really does, and you know to to take it up a notch. Um, I think that success to, to, in order to succeed, in order for your life to be yours, mm-hmm. you have to come to terms with the fact that you are going to disappoint the people that you love. Right. Because you're the only one who knows what you want and what you need and how you do things. And that's you. So that will imply that someone else is going to get disappointed. And that's, you know, to put it clearly, that's not your problem. Right. It's not, it's not for you to take on. It's not for you to take on. Do you, so you have a new book out and in the book, one, let's talk about what's in the book, but two, is there stuff on boundaries in the book? Yes. So, um, let me, let me tell you what the book is called because I think that that's just really telling. So the book is out um, April 29th. So okay. in a couple of weeks. Okay. And I was just super fascinated by how you have like a certain order to your life and all of a sudden everything falls apart. Like mm-hmm. you, you, um, someone you adore dies and you break up and you become unengaged and you, um, lose your job. And like all of these things start happening at the same time. And I just think that whenever a friend of mine is like, my life is falling apart. Oh my God. I'm like, excellent. That is, you are on your way to a a better life, a more examined life. So my book is called a spectacular catastrophe and other things I recommend. Mm, I like that. And, um, and basically the entire book is anything that I have discovered that I have found useful that I want other people to basically, I'm it's a, it's an offering of like, I'm ho- I found this useful and I hope you do too. So it's not really advice. It's more like, here's what's worked for me. 
Got it. And a lot of it is about boundaries Got and it. about pointing the people that you love and about, you know, um, not believing everything you think and about examining what your beliefs are, because most of what gets you stuck is are things you believe in, such as, I, you know, Dushka, it's completely impractical for me to quit my job. That's how I pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Is that really true? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no other way. Right. So, um, yeah, that's what it's about. And it'll be available on Amazon and where else? On Amazon, um, you and then Amazon, it's available to download. Uh-huh. So in, a, in a, like a Kindle or any other device, mm-hmm. like laptop, mm-hmm. and in uh, paperback. Awesome! I will make sure I put that uh, that information in the uh, in the notes below after uh, after we chat. That's amazing. I appreciate that. So you have your book coming out, and you're still doing. Are you still doing coaching stuff? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, um, I help people articulate who they are mm-hmm. and what they do. And mm-hmm. that applies to both humans and companies. Yeah. So that means yeah. everything from executive coaching, who am I? I feel lost. What is my next career move to, I want to put something in a presentation that really represents me. I'm going to do a Ted talk. Um, I'm going to do a, a keynote speech. Um, I'm going to talk to press and I don't really know how. So I teach people how to talk to press. So anything in the range of, I have to articulate myself and who I am to myself and to the outside world. Mm, got it. Got it. So I'll be, basically I'll be calling you when my first draft of the book comes out and say, Dushka, I'm writing this book. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you need any help articulating who you are. I think that you have that really, you know, you have that figured out. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but, but instead I'll be your yoga student perfect I, I love that that makes me so happy and my podcast guest it's the best and you're again yeah, and I love this I love to get to chat with you and I don't even I don't even think about the fact that other people are listening <laughs> well you know and I, and I don't either I, I really just one I enjoy doing the show because it's really fun like you know it's thought-provoking and we get to hear some really cool stories from different people that some people that I know really well I get to hear their stories and and just their whys and stuff and I think it's just so fascinating like I'm like that's re- I didn't know all those things you know it's also super interesting to see like what what exactly makes someone grab their mat and show up in a yoga studio. One hundred percent, man. Because it's so it's so it's just like I th- I just think it changed my life. It really did. It does every day. It. I mean, I wouldn't be here without it. I, maybe I would, but in a different light. Yes. So <laughs> be so, ugly. <laughs> so I have one question for you before we take off from the show today. Okay. You have a billboard. On a very, very, very busy freeway, what does it say? I think it says, don't believe everything you think. Perfect. Of, well, of course it does. <laughs> yeah. I just think that, that the first time I like put, strung that sentence together and looked at it, I was like, this is insane. Like, it's so, it's so important. Yeah. That's good. I love it. Awesome. So, if you will allow me, yeah. I want to read you an Einstein quote. Yeah, let's do it. It's, it's aligned with don't believe everything you think, and I just recently discovered it and I think it's so beautiful. So I'm going to leave it behind for anyone who finds it. Sure. So he said, a human being is a part of the whole called by us universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts and feelings as something separated from the rest, an optical delusion of his consciousness. This delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and to affect and, and to affection for a few people nearest to us. Our task must be to free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion, 
to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty. That guy's a smart guy. Right? Yeah. And my other favorite quote from him is, time exists so that not everything happens at once. Yeah, I love that. That's one of my favorites. Me too. So with that, I leave you. Awesome. Until the next Yogi Misfit session, this is Dushka and Danny saying goodbye.